Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to Oh Weather Town. I'm Dave and uh, here's what's coming up today. First Sunday fixture in the Premier League, lads, and uh, it ends in defeat of Villa Park as uh, Aston Villa continue their brilliant run of form and uh, end up taking all three points with a 3-1 result. And I think somewhat one-sided game, if I might say that. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, Gabe show coming back into the team. We've got your three-word reviews, much, much more. And as always, I've got... Uh, Bataro, I had to think about it then. I've got Bataro <laughs> and Steve with me. How are you going, guys? Yeah, lovely. Thanks, hello. mate. Yeah, good Dave, to see you. Dave and Steve. Yeah, hello, yes, Dave. Yes. Steve, you're right, mate. How are you doing? You okay? He's mocking you, Dave. Mm. That's all right. I don't mind it's a bit. It's been a long day for you, isn't it, sir? Um, the weekend, uh, we, we went to Villa Park mm. and, um, you know, it's a great stadium. I think the fans are very quiet, if I must say, from where I was sitting. I couldn't really hear them. Um, but... They might have made a noise, but they're on the good vein of form. Could we have expected anything different from the weekend, do you think? Well, I don't know, really. I don't, I don't want to answer this one, Steve. Can you answer this? I don't really know what to say about it. With regards to the result, maybe not. But how things panned out, yeah, I think we could have expected something a bit different. Just a, a point of order, though. If you're going again, don't park in any of the car parks near Villa Park. It took me so long to get out of the bloody thing. Was it as bad as Everton away? Oh, I think it... it was better than ever in a way, but, but if you mean longer, yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible, but there you go. Um, I just think we well, let's just get straight into it. Let's talk about the, your three word reviews on uh, Aston Villa three, Luton Town one. You got Mike, uh, not season defining. Sarah could have been worse. Clive didn't expect much. Richard says that injuries are costing us. Harry Kaminsky's double save. Sean way too passive. Chris Townsend improves us, and Nick, a golf in quality. You can add a little A in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to clarify, I'm just making it up now. Four words I was. Uh, Leah said subs needed earlier, and Johnny onwards and upwards. Anything take your fancy, uh, Steve? Uh, way too passive for me. Um, unfortunately, it was the first time all season I was absolutely bored. I, I you know. I understand the fear about Villa um, with their pace and stuff like that, but the amount of times where they had the ball and Luton player was just standing off them. They, they, you know, there was n- no attempts for any press or intensity. Way, way too passive, sums it up perfectly. <laughs> now, as, as I say, people saying, oh, but they can do this, this and this. Equally... If you stand off them and give them all the time in the world, yep. they can pick whatever pass they want, which they did. You know, Mengi got done two or three times with one over the top. And it was all because, you know, we posed no problems and no threat to them. I'm not saying the result would have been any different, but you surely try and have some sort of influence on proceedings. And to me, we didn't. And, no, and it, was, it was the first time yeah. I was I was bored at the weekend. If I'm honest, like I said, I, obviously, unfortunately, I didn't get to go on since, uh, Sunday, so uh, I had to watch it, you know, through a link and whatever else. But um, 
I agree. It was, uh, I was disinterested after about five minutes, personally. I even went out to get my boy to sleep. That says it all. Well, I'm I'm going to say um, the first seven minutes for me felt like I missed the first eight minutes because there was some (laughs) bloody massive roundabout, not the magic roundabout. There was a huge roundabout right by Villa Park and basically took me 25 minutes to get around it. So I got in eight minutes in. So tell me about the first seven minutes. (laughs) But all I was going to say, the first seven (laughs) minutes to me felt like we'd been playing for 25, 30 minutes. I couldn't believe it was only seven minutes. Uh, and I have to say, this is the first time uh, I've been watching Luton in the Premier League. It's the, the first time I've been watching them and thinking, we are way off the mark here. Um, you know, Brighton away, Chelsea away. You know, I, I, wasn't, th- I, did, I wasn't thinking too much. We mm-hmm. didn't do too bad. Uh, Nottingham Forest, I think we did, we did okay there. Um, but this one, I just felt that we was not in the game. And, and I, it's the, it's well. the first time... I felt, and I, I don't want to say we're out of our depth, but it just felt like we were. That's how I felt. Mm. So on that basis, though, uh, surely we should have tried something. Just, just standing off them mm-hmm. was giving them all the time. We, we, oh. we weren't doing anything about it. If you'd have listened to Rob Edwards, uh, I don't, maybe you did, yeah, uh, his yeah. post-match, he said he set it up for that way for, for, the, for, for the reasons of, um, you know, stopping them, really. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at times they did. But it was just relentless pressure and it was a bit frustrating but if you could understand the match um, plan from Rob Edwards what he said post-match and then you went back and looked at it you go well I can see they stayed to the match plan mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, firstly yeah you're not not great to watch frustrating to watch because actually when uh, and we will get into this but when we did put a bit of pressure on them you know it, it, it was a different game yeah I can say uh, surely at some stage there's a level of we want to impose something on them, you know, and sh- surely we weren't going to leave it to the last, I mean, you know, the last 10 w- w- was much better. However, they'd done their job and they, they backed off. Well, but getting in at 1-0 was a, was a bit of a triumph given the, the fact how they played. Um, and then you thought we'd regroup. But, you know, for me, it's genuinely the first time I thought, well, we're, we're way off pace here, we're way off class here. I mean... Look. And if Villa had switched on a little bit quicker... Yeah, um, mm. we might have been looking at a, a massive result. I think we, to be fair, I think in the first sort of like fifteen to twenty, maybe seventeen minutes, we could have been three 0 down at least three 0 mm. down. And I mean, I know we said this against obviously Tottenham and whoever else, you know, oh, we, Everton. We, we, yes, we, we yeah. could have said that several times. That's we? it. Yeah, ride the storm and whatever else, and you know, see it through, get over. It. I get that. That's a thing that we're doing. I get that. But in this case, this was more. They look more dangerous, Villa. They're a better team than all the team for me. Maybe not Tottenham. And off the top, man, I can't think of who else, but well, this I, is a team bang and for, bang in form as well, especially at home as well. I think they scored something like thirty-five goals or something like that. In they haven't lost twelve in, games. They haven't lost in fourteen games at home. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and the lowest score, the the lowest score they've got is three. It's three, yeah. You know, and that's an amazing. That's it's a team like on the up, isn't it? Brighton. So look, let's not let's not say that you know we were very poor. Let's say that Aston Villa were very good. And they did, and they played the game well. I think our tactically, you know, we're all going to have different opinions and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about it in a second. Yeah, of but um, we've got to realise that they are, they are a team with a lot of um, upward motion in, in where they're going and where they've been and, you know, what they're going to do. And their manager is <laughs> yeah. getting it right, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Ollie Watkins is on fire. 
the team themselves that they, they just seem they just seem everyone seems like you cut. said there Dave the word the word team they are a team they work so hard together for every, like there's no what's the word um, for me I don't see no egos in Villa's team or anything like that I just think they're, they're a team they know what they're doing they're well drilled and they know their class they know what, what their worth is as well this, this is the thing they're very confident yeah it's difficult going into it and you know we lose 3-1 but at the end of the day West Ham, I think, lost 4-1 last weekend. Yeah. Brighton lost 6-1 about three, four weeks ago. So yeah. you look at it that way. It's not all doom and gloom. So, yeah. But I know we sound a little bit down in the dumps at the moment. But let's try and raise the energy, gentlemen. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not down about the score. I'm down mm-hmm. about how, how we approached it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have to bear in mind that, you know, tactical situations do come up. Um, but... We'll go in. Let's go into the game. Villa three, Luton Town one. Now three changes from when we played Nottingham Forest: um, Cabore, Barkley, and Osho for Burke, Pelly, and Chong. Um, and you know, I know you missed the first seven minutes, Steve. It was absolutely full on. You mm. know, like you said, we started very, very slow. Or well, Villa had all the possession; they had all the time in the world to pick out their passes. And my goodness. I just felt every time they went forward, they were going to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. Like I said, I had to watch it. I didn't get to go, unfortunately. But like you say, I think, Steve, I think you touched on it um, when we opened this, obviously tonight. I think you said something along the lines of um, the way we just stood off mm. and let them ping the ball, obviously, like going over the top and et cetera and whatever else. But from what I was seeing, obviously, I was seeing the whole pitch. And obviously, like you say on the TVs, you see a lot of things happening and whatever else. Mm. And it, all, it, was, it was very flat from us. It was like, almost like we stuck nine behind the ball. Right. And we weren't picking up certain players. And they were so free. So every time the ball was picked up, say, like from a fullback, from Cash or whoever, or Din- is it Dinya was, was left back, they were picking a pass and there was no pressure on. Even the ball, when it's floating, sort of like a 20, 30-yard ball to someone, mm. by the time the ball had reached that player, our players were still within about three or four yards off them. And it was very frustrating. And... It, I just I kept saying to myself, "Go, this is going to be a long, long, long afternoon if this continues." And we didn't, we didn't come to grips with it. We didn't get a hold in the game. We just stood off and stood off and stood off. How many more times are you going to expect your goalkeeper to make a save, for example, or them to miss a sitter before you sit there and go, "This is not working." Yeah, this is it. Rob Edwards did say that the um, the reason for standing off them was so that you didn't get drawn on and then get really cut open real quick and he said you know and I thought of, I sort of agree with him in points yeah, of course that um, it didn't really happen that often um, so I suppose that tactic Steve was a little bit of a success but you're a little bit disappointed with it yeah I can understand it but you know you've got to try and inflict what we do onto the opposition you know say there was, there was no no press there was no intensity you know they had all the time in the world They've got pace all over the side, okay? So when you've got someone that's got all the time in the world to make a pass and someone makes a blistering uh, run, and and their runs were really smart as well, you know, for me, that's a recipe for disaster. And and it was just the number of times where the Luton player was just, I don't know, five, six, seven yards off and motionless watching, waiting for him to pick the pass that he wanted. You've, You've got to do something. And for me... That wasn't the right thing. You've got to, you know, you've got to have some sort of influence in the game. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even, think we even did. Even the commentary team uh, said it on, obviously, while I was watching, 
they were like, well, if Luton continue to do this, this is going to be at least four or five yeah. goals. I said, it was like, there's no way that Luton are getting into this game, playing that system or playing the way they're playing, etc. And it, it was damaging for us. I think if we like, you know, like I say, touch on what Ed was saying on obviously what he said, fine, I get that. But you know after, say, 20, 30 minutes, when it's still happening, or even after 35 to 40 minutes, it was still happening. It felt, like it, was, it, it felt like it was the first time that we were looking for not getting hiding rather than mm-hmm. looking to get something positive from the game. That's how, that's how it felt. And the crazy thing is as well, I actually take it, I'm looking back on it and going, we lost 3-1. Should have been a lot more. But do you know what? I'll take that because it should have been a lot more. And that's... that's to look at it that way, maybe it's a little bit, you know, negative and whatever else, but... To be fair we're to fortunate us, to let's, let's be like fair that. for a moment. Did anyone really go there with thinking we're going to win the game? Because, no, you know, so for us, for me personally, a free hit on, on a game, uh, you know, I just, you know, just make it so I we don't... I don't know about a free hit that day. I'm not well, too sure about a free hit. Well, I'm, what I'm trying to say is if we lost, which we did, I would have expected that to happen. If we'd have got anything out of the game, that would have been a bonus. Um, I, I sort of agree. I don't. I didn't enjoy the performance. I didn't enjoy being there watching the game. Mm. Um, but I, I, th- I know we can do much better. But I think far too much respect for Aston Villa. Oh, massively. Yeah. But also, you can't take it away from Aston Villa. They are. Team, a, yeah. They are a top team, they and they're pushing for that fourth spot. That's where they want to be. But they, and, and they that, didn't have to work so desperately hard for that win, did they? No, they didn't have to work hard for it. But that shows what quality they had. And, um, you know, there was there were times where I thought, um, and I, I, it's going to sound poor for me to say this about Luton because I love them, but it, for times it, it felt a bit like men against boys and, mm. and it was it was horrendous at times. And it was constant. And, and when we got possession, we didn't keep possession. And, mm. and, you know... That's the most frustrating thing, I think, is the fact that we, every time we got the ball, when you thought, okay, just hold it for a minute, hold it for a minute. I think, I think at one point it was Barkley gets the ball and you just think... Just, hold the ball mate, obviously make you out of the pitch and he goes and lumps it forward to absolutely but nobody I would also add the difference there was that when we did get possession they closed us down mm-hmm. and they were yeah. really quick to us and they really yep. wanted the ball and exactly how we'd normally play Steve yeah yeah exactly um, something that I did I thought was really noticeable the amount of times we passed the ball at the wrong time mm-hmm. you know in- invariably it was to either Doughty or Ogbené, yeah. down the wings. You can see it, particularly second half, when Luton were attacking our end. Ogbené, down, down in front of us. The amount of times he was making a run and he was turning round, again, Kabore a lot yeah. of the time, yeah. and he held the ball up too long. He, he seldom passed the mm-hmm. ball at the right time. Um, I thought uh, Ross Barkley, again, held onto the ball too long on several occasions. Now, Ross Barkley is the sort of person that is going to be great if you've got your blinding pace strikers that are running into channels, uh, yeah. you know, they're making blind runs and he has the ability to pick them out. Do you think it's almost like someone has to be on his level as well to like pick that the same well, way? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that the strikers that we've got make those runs, which to me therefore makes Barkley a luxury player that can seldom produce the luxury items. Because one, I think he holds onto the ball too long. Two, I think he's too slow. Three, the people that he needs to make those runs aren't making them. I take your point about Ogbeni, actually, because there was a couple of times where, um, especially in the second half, yeah. where he was well onto it. And if it, if to let him out earlier, he's down that wing, he's putting a, he's yeah. putting a decent cross in. So I'm not criticising Ogbeni there, um, but 
the, the, the several feed, times the wasn't feed it? to him yeah and it was almost he stopped in his tracks he didn't want to run offside yeah, yeah, yeah. again obviously saying about Ogbeno I thought he was our best player again personally he was the only one that, you know when we actually got the ball I think I think maybe three or four times in the games not a lot I know but obviously mm. for the amount of times we had the ball and whatever he was getting the ball trying to not pass and go and whatever you know what I mean he was the only one trying to get forward and mm. show any positivity creativity whatever I, was, I, th- I thought Doughty tried, uh, tried endlessly mm-hmm. but Again, when he's got that pace against him, yeah, it's yeah. when when he got booked, uh-huh. it was just he pulled the guy down. He's, I'm not, I'm not chasing you again, mate. Yeah. He just, yeah, he just done, pulled, mate, pulled him down. So you know, I, I think it was a desperately difficult day for him because that the, there were, the pace was wings and central. So yeah, it was immense, wasn't it? Under no illusions. I tell you, one player who had a great game was our goalkeeper Kaminsky he had a brilliant double save just it's really early 11 minutes in mm. uh, Ollie Watkins you know he he's, he's prolific this season he scores for fun two close range saves from him I would actually argue that Watkins was offside uh, the, I saw the extended um, highlights tonight and the commentator said that it was off but Kaminsky didn't know that. No, no the, the save had already been made before yeah. that was even a, a thought in anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Brilliant saves, absolutely brilliant. So we got that to cling to, and then you, it was just coming, was it? That goal was coming. You mm. could see it coming. This wave after wave after wave from Aston Villa, and they're in second gear, not any higher than mm-hmm. that. Didn't it come from a cross from a free kick, was it? Well, the or? free kick really annoyed me. Mm. It really annoyed me. through, no one within like sort of It was a silly yards. free kick to give away. They, they moved it well. Um, but again, because it was a pass um, straight across the, not straight across, but at an yeah, angle coming run, acro- across the penalty area. Mm. And, but there, there was no one on the, on the edge of the penalty area. So again, the guy had the time Take a touch. Yeah. Then, like, then, turned, in, then turned inside. And when he shot, there was like two or three Luton defenders sort of looking to close him down. But again, there was there was no one on, on the Not edge of the D or the penalty even. area, which I thought was a bit of a and surprise. John McGinn's got down his right foot and done that as well. I mean, we, had, yeah. we know he's a good player, but he's left footed, got, a, got mm. a great left foot. But the fact that he's, you know, scored, it's a very good finish, by the way. I'm not saying he's not got a right foot. Mm. But the fact that he's got that much time to take, a, I think he took a touch first, yeah. didn't he, as well? Oh, on then, the, yeah, on yeah. the edge of the penalty area. Yeah. And then, bang, so, straight across the keeper, goes in the bottom corner, and that's it, you think, game well, over. On this, For me, it was game over well, at that point. Uh, well, actually, I, I, just, I was just about to say, I think from that point on, Villa were just really cruising, and mm-hmm. they, they, didn't, they didn't have to step up any further than they had. Having said that, we had a chance, and it was a big chance for me. I thought, you know, we could have done better. Uh, well, could we have done better? Oh, Benny was just like... Um, inches yeah. away from that cross from he did a fantastic run crossed in and mm-hmm. Morris just couldn't get there yeah, close yeah. To the keeper, it? yeah no it was it, it was a good effort you know is it a really positive run from Ogbeno yeah it just didn't connect did it I think he's one of our best players and I I worry that if anything if we don't stay up can we keep him that's what I would say um, and you, you think after all the all the angst that we had, and we get in at one 0 you're thinking, okay, Rob, get get this team shut up, you know, really, really sort mm-hmm. of ready for the second half, and let's get them, let's start well. And goodness me, off, we start it? off, and it's quite familiar, isn't it? Because we see that the other week uh, we concede within a minute, I think, it was a minute and a half, um, something like that. Yeah, um, it's just I don't even know how to describe the goal. To be honest with you. Um, it was DRB. Well, I think he um, struck it well. Yeah, it, it, McGinn was it. He he had his sort of um, back out on the wing, and he sort of just passed it to someone who overlapped. It was a half decent cross. Uh, we got beaten at the far post. 
whether it was lucky or not, but it did just fall to the guy who was running in. And and he struck it well. That, that, yeah, that's right. Whereas, it, you know, the same thing happened at Forest, but the guy screwed it wide. Exactly. He's just, uh, you know, exactly he that. put it away. It, it's not the time when you want to... And at that point, no. you go, right, okay, this is done. Let's keep the score down. And, you know, did we really expect anything more? Um, you know, Tom Lockyer's own goal, uh, it was just unfortunate. Yeah, he, of course. He's, he's, having a, he's having a good game, fairly good game, and he just tried to pull it away, and it, it goes in. It's just the fact that it was too close to him, wasn't it? it was, I think, was, well, by the time the ball was even hit Lockyer, I think he was about three yards from goal, wasn't he? So, yeah. I mean, where else he meant to put that, really? It's, the, it's a yeah. reaction, it's gone in. I mean, yeah, but like I say, it's... There, there's nothing you can do in those it. situations. No. He's, he's running towards the goal. You know, if he hadn't have got something on it, Someone then, then yeah. one of their strikers would have done so. You know, yeah, there's, there's no blame at all. I think that just summed up our, I think that summed up the game, though, didn't it? When that happened, I think mm. it summed up for you. That's it, you're not going to get anything from this game. But then, mm. what I would no. say after that, though, the 3 0 goes on, and you just think, come on, just keep it at three. Don't you know, we haven't had many shots on goal, we haven't had anything to cheer about. Um, I think in the in the post match, uh, Rob Edwards said that uh, the Luke Vans had some um banter chance or some mm-hmm. funny chance, and I think one of them is we've got the ball, yeah. We've lost the ball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've got the ball, which I thought of, thought was funny, but you know, I just want to be behind the team. I don't know if that helps. Them. I, I don't. don't th- I don't think it was mocking. No, I don't think it was mocking. But it just felt it was just funny. Is it one of the, is it gallows humour? Is it is that what they call it? You know, yeah. when, when things are against you. So well, you know, and uh, you know, Villa had several chances more to to, to score, and mm. then guess what. We go and get one, and I'm just thinking. Yeah, no, oh, no. Brilliant. Villa had more chances to score, and then they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> World but, Cup winning goalkeeper as well. Yeah, excellent. But the cross was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the I don't. What was the? I don't even know what. It was, he was just trying to nod it back, wasn't he? Yeah. What? Uh, what uh, the defender? Yeah. 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 Um, Who was it? Was it Ali Bayer originally? He tried, headed up in the air or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, then trying to head it back, and it hits the crossbar and comes off the keeper. And he's thinking yeah. to yourself, "Well, three-one." And then f- suddenly we were a different mm. team. And, and, mm. and you're thinking to yourself now, why didn't we play like this for the first 80 minutes? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then you generally I've felt, do you know what? We might even get back in this. And we could have done as well. Oh, well, we could, I think, was it a couple of minutes later? I think we had a, was it a header, free header from someone? I, uh, I know Elijah had a chance, but um, when the ball went out of play, oh, right, Linesman yeah. put his flag up at, at that point. But yeah, I wouldn't say we were causing them problems, but... I, th- I felt we had another opportunity to score and it was close and we didn't do that. It was a free header, it was a header, wasn't it? It was a header, yeah. yeah. Was a header, and, yeah. and then yeah. Elijah blocked it, he went out, I thought we were going to get a All corner. Right, yes. yep. thought yep. he was going to get a corner mm-hmm. and then the referee just went game over. Yep. Um, just a word for the linesman on our side, I didn't think he was that great. Oh, However, no. I know. Same every week though, gentlemen, isn't it? Well, no, look, um, there was no VAR decisions, were there? Not though. No, I but I, don't, no. I, didn't think the, I think the linesman... In the first half, he was on our half the same. The first half, there, for me, there was quite a lot of offsides he yep. missed. In the second half, every time we were... I mean, this is the first time, I think, for a long time that we've had offsides. We've had six mm. to, uh, on yep. Sunday. Previous few games, wow. zero. Do we have an offside within like three or four minutes as well in the first it, half? Ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, look, I think we've got to look at it for what it was. You know, we yeah, of course. genuinely went there and, and no one expected us to win. Even our own fans, I don't think, expected us. We wanted us to win. We wanted us to get something out of it. But 
you've got to be realistic. I think we wanted better performance, though. That's what we wanted, I think. Performance-wise, I think it's our worst one. But no, no, I would agree. But what I'm saying is, this is not a dig, by the way. This is not us, you know, getting the arse and saying, oh, you know, we're shite. This, this is nothing like that. So whoever's listening, and if people do think we're doing that, it's, it's nothing like that. We're just saying we, want, we know we can do better. I know it sounds... I think I say the same thing pretty much every time we lose by... A, or we lose comfortably, should I say. I say the same thing every time. We could do so much better. We know we can. That's the thing. That's the difference. What oh, yeah. disappoints me is that we didn't feel... We didn't come away from that game thinking, well, we gave it a go. Mm. No, that's right. All the other games we've been to, mm-hmm. we gave it a go. But yep. today, oh, Sunday, um, I didn't feel that. And I no. think that's what disappoints me. No, we, we, didn't, we didn't look to cause them problems. <laughs> Um, just, a, just a couple of things. I, I read this fact out to you guys before we came on air. It's the first time that Luton Town have had four consecutive matches against previous European Cup winners, which is an amazing stat, really, isn't it? <laughs> Forest, Villa, Liverpool, Man United. You know, I, I think we can get six points out of the next two. However, yeah, I'm being optimistic. Why not? And it's our worst start ever to a season uh, across the top four tiers. But, you know, nothing more than we probably expected. No, and I think we, we have left some points out on, on the pitch. You know, I, th- I think there's maybe three occasions where we could have got m- more from the game yeah. or something from a game. So, you know, the, the, the points isn't a problem at the moment. There's still a way to go. And, mm. you know, the, the ones we've got to win is that mini league we keep yep. talking about with Everton winning at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth Burnley, uh, that game could have been different. Mm-hmm. Uh, should have but, been probably. But yeah. for a VAR decision, it would have been two all. I believe it was seven minutes to make that decision as well. How crazy is mm, that? Yeah. You know, and then I, I was talking to a, a, a Bournemouth podcaster, and he was saying, you know, you're sitting there, and obviously he's grateful for that, but even the Bournemouth fans <clears throat> were saying, you know, VAR's yeah. rubbish. You know, you're it's in that. You're, and we say this every week you're in that stadium. You've paid your money. You should see what they're looking at. Yeah. And I think, you know, forget the television audiences. Think about the guy, people that go every week. They, they deserve to see what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And they're not looking at it for f- two minutes. You're looking at it for six and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. outrageous. And yeah. when I was driving up here tonight to do this recording, um, there was a bit on the radio and they um, interviewed um, one of the head guys at at FIFA that looks over the rules and that, and it was put to him, should um, the fans be able to hear the conversations? And he said, no, absolutely not, because the referees have to be protected. Protected from what, though? Exactly. From protected from making a crap decision. So they're really, really, really awful at making the decision, which, let's face it, most of them are. Because we know what the officiating is like in any league, but the Premier League, you think it'd be a lot better, but it's not. But... why can't you hear it? Because you can hear it in rugby. Yeah, cause, yeah, that's right. We, we, we had this conversation yeah. a few weeks ago in in rugby, and there, there was the, you know the hideous um, balls up that, that they made with that Liverpool goal against Spurs. Oh yeah. The <laughs> the rugby referee tells the VAR people what he's asking them to mm-hmm. to look at. He gives his um, yeah. Im- impression of what's happened, then asks for clarification. Whereas in, in football, it's just, I'll have a look at this, will you? See, see if there's anything going on. And it's wrong. You know, the, the VAR people probably need guidance. And, we, you know, the fans should be privy to, you know, m- yeah. maybe not the, the, the sound of it, but, you know, somewhere on the board, you know, this is what we're looking for, you know, and, these, these, you know, some, sort, some well, sort of update. Just while we're talking about VAR, then let's, let's have a little bit more of a discussion on it. Um, 
when you think about VAR, the problem I have with it, apart from all the things I already said and I've already I've said it every time we talked about it, is exactly that, Steve. You know, the referee could miss something clear and obvious areas, you know, and then he gets a word in his ear. Oh, you missed this. Mm-hmm. Go and have a look at this. I see this as a penalty. What do you think? Yeah, he shouldn't be saying that. He should be going over to that screen and they go, "Have a look at this. Tell me what you think." Yeah, all right. And I also think I get clear and obvious errors. I get clear and obvious errors. But what is clear and obvious? Because in sometimes it isn't, and sometimes it is. Look at the penalty at the weekend that uh, Newcastle got. Didn't see it. I, I did see it, but the screen I was watching, unfortunately, was a bit. Well, in, in my really view, much. I don't know how VAR didn't overturn it. Right. In my view. but Did he give the penalty originally? He gave the pen, yeah. And then they checked it on VAR after. It was what that was. They it? checked the VAR and it, it was yeah. upheld. It was yeah. a pen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's too inconsistent. And I, I know we said this before. It's too inconsistent. They literally ignore the fans in the stadium, which, you know, even yeah. that aside, it's too inconsistent. Yeah. And you're right, Steve. The referee should be saying, I just want you to check this. Check the offside. They shouldn't just jump in. No. They shouldn't jump in and go, oh, you missed that. Mm. Oh, you missed that. Or possible handball, possible corner, or a penalty. Yeah, don't but, do corners, yeah, do they? Yeah, because it, yeah, but in, in rugby, the referee is still clearly in charge. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the yes. VAR people and say, right, I've given this decision. I want you to look at this and make sure that that is indeed the case. At the very Cle- least. Yeah, clear guidance to what he's expecting them to be looking at. At the very least, when they are looking at an offside thing, and if it's taking six and a half minutes, well, it's not clear and it's not bloody obvious. Yes, is it? exactly. There should, be, there should be a thirty-second window. I always say the same thing: thirty-second window. If you can't come to a decision, stick with the original. So they put mm-hmm. it up, on, but uh, at Luton, even though I wouldn't see the bloody screen from where it is, but they put it up on the screen. You can see, and you can see the check happening. Mm. May help you understand the decision more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And, and, and we all know, you celebrate a goal, then you wait. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Honestly, right, I, I said this to a few people at the weekend. I said to you guys, I think a few times as well. What I would like to see is a challenge system. So in each half, you're entitled to a challenge or two. A bit like in tennis. And uh, you can call it if you want. And you can challenge it after the ball's gone out of play. That's what I would like to see when it comes to, to a goal. To be fair, I think... I don't think that can work in football. What do you mean? How? Because I think the football's a fast-flowing game in that respect. When are you going to do that? But if the goal's scored and you think, hang on, there's something not right in that. Right in that Just a goal, though. What about, what about a foul? What about a red card? What about everything else? How many times are you going to do that? You, I mean, every, every, every goal is reviewed anyway in the, in the Premier League, right, okay, isn't it? All right, fine. If every goal's reviewed, keep that the same then and then just keep the system where you can review like maybe once in each half per team and it, like something's happened how about we go, how about we just go back to football like it used to be oh I'd love that I'd love that but VAR is not working jump, jump us to the goalpost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay look if you've got any comments about VAR please do leave them uh, in the comment section below and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll do another talk about VAR in the future uh, it's never going to go away it's here to no, stay but it. You know, and it's probably going to get filtered down to the next leagues soon enough because there's, hope not. there's far too much at stake, you know, and you know, it's just far too much money at stake and, yeah. and that's what it is. And, and we've got ourselves caught up in it delightfully, which is, you know, a good thing. But I keep saying, I'm going to say it again, VAR has killed football. And do you know what? I'm really starting to not enjoy football now because of it. Genuinely, there you go. I still enjoy watching my team. I love Luton. I watch them every week, of course. I, w- I will continue to do that. But I do not enjoy VAR in football. And I... 
I mean, in Europe, like elsewhere in Europe, it works a lot better than what we have in this country. Maybe we need to take tips from Spain or Germany or something. Listen, you've only got to, to look... right. This is the last word on it, right? But you've only got to look at um, the sky, the sky, the, you know, when they go back with the, whoever the referee is, whose mm-hmm. name I can't remember. And he'll go, he looks at the Newcastle thing, oh, I can see why it was given, but it's not a penalty. Yeah. Mm. Well, what's that mean? Yeah. You know, that's pathetic. <laughs> yeah. You're on VAR. On I can see there, why it? it's given. I can see why the referee gave it. So he's, he's supporting his mate on the field. <laughs> he's sitting there, isn't he? Yeah, sitting but on the fence a bit. It was not a penalty. Well, then, in which case, it shouldn't have been given. And, you know, so it's a game of opinions. VAR is yeah. here to stay. You've got to love it or love it or hate it. It's not going to change. Oh, that was a bit of a rant, wasn't it? Anyway, here we go. Let's talk about Gabriel Show real quickly um, because we don't want to run over time. Um, he was back in the team against Aston Villa at the weekend. He played 57 minutes. Um, I think he did all right. I, I wasn't expecting him to start. Um, what do you make of his return, Steve? I felt really sorry for him. What, mm. what a baptism of fire that is, you know, against the informed team where there's pace all over the, all, all over the pitch. Um I did expect him to start, mainly because of you know availability to others. Um, so I, put, I did put that in my predicted starting lineup. Um, he looked rusty, you know, quite understandably. You know, he, he's not had a, a proper pre-season. Um, was he had maybe one one and a half sort of mm. pro- private games and stuff like that, and then to come in a game at that level. I thought it, it was really unlucky and unfortunate for him. He tried, he'd done his absolute best, um, but you could see he was rusty with his passing, his touch and his positional awareness. We know that he's miles miles better than that, but you've got to give someone a few games to get back into the groove of things. So no way am I judging him because I think he's a great, great player and it was a it was one of those ones, you saw, saw his name in the starting lineup. he must have gone... <laughs> uh, really really okay yeah. it's good to see a player come back though absolutely mm. I think we, we need we need to get Osho back anyway at some point obviously we need to get a load of him back but no look Osho's you know he's a warrior he'll fight for the team mm. it's what you want he's got good characteristics about him he's a good guy but yeah like you say it's like I say baptism of fire and whatever I just when I see his name on a shit I thought do you know what maybe we might actually put someone else in centre half or maybe change the formation slightly just to give him a little bit more time and when, I, when he started I thought you poor man. Mm. You poor, poor man against his Villa team as well. <sighs> yeah, because I thought that he would have a start, one, because of necessity, but also mm. because he's probably the one of the paciest of, of our defenders. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I, I th- that was my sort of thinking behind it. But yeah, I mean, he, he done well to get up to the, the hour mark, but yeah, yeah that was that was a yeah. tough day for him. But at the same time, the only positive we've got to take is he's fit now. So let's get him. Let's get him ready because we're yeah. going to need to use him in the next two, two to three months. Because it looks like Mads Anderson's out for what two to three months. Bell's still out as well, isn't he? So yeah. Mm. When Gabe Osho is at his best and fit, is that is a is a must start, right, Batar? Uh, look, I don't know. I don't know about a must start. I, I'm always about form and who's a, who's banging form. But for me, if you're going to pick a free. Let's say three at the back, right? Go for it. Burke, Lockyer and Bell for me are the three that I would start. Any thoughts, Steve? I think you'd just put Bataro on, on, the, on the spot then to, just to see mm. him squirm. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he just gives a little wry smile he did while you were... Um, 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 for me... Thanks, Steve. 
Uh, Burke would be an automatic starter if he was fully fit yeah. um, and free of injury. Um, Osho would be, but yeah, probably the most important one for me is Amari Bell. Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. Eh? I think he, he gives so much going forwards as well. He he's a real dynamic all round player, and we're we're missing him mm-hmm. in space massively, massively. Do you think he's going to start when we play Liverpool at the weekend? Hey, Osho. I mean, I think so, yeah. I mean, what's the other options we've got? In- injuries are stacking up, aren't they? It, yeah. And it's, it's quite hard. And, and similar injuries as well, which probably shows, yeah. probably shows the intensity that they're having to get to. Am I right in thinking Mengi and Lockyer are the only fit centre-halves that I've run show at the moment? I think you might be right. Mm. And, and do you know what? I just want to... Yeah. We, so it depends we, we play three or two at the back, though, don't it? I, guess, I, think, yeah. I think we glossed over Mengi in, in, in the Villa game. I thought he did all right. Do you know what? I thought I'm, he did I've all right. I've been really impressed in the last few games. I think he looks like an absolute player. He is yeah. going to be a player that's going to develop He's more a strong more. boy as well. Yeah. How, how old is he? 21? Yeah, he's only a young lad. Say, he, he did get done over, over the top on a couple of occasions. But he was strong in other areas, yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah he, I, was. I, he I, was. I think I, I was with a, a different Steve, not you. Not, next yeah, to me. a pretend Steve. A pretend Steve, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was saying to him that, you know, I, I, I looked at him and thought, wow, actually, he did all right. Mm. So we've got a player there. Yeah, he oh, certainly nev- never gave up. He's got the right attitude, mm-hmm. so I've got no problems with him. So we asked you guys, uh, what did you make of Osho's return and does he start against Liverpool? Ad says, uh, thrown into a baptism of fire. He wasn't bad at all. Was close to stopping the first goal. Um, a fitter Osho would have been quicker to block that. <laughs> he ended up swapping size to handle the RB. And he kept him quiet. And it wasn't until he came off that DRB started to cause the problems. Dave says, if you haven't known, you wouldn't have thought it was his first proper game in five months. I would say he's nece- he, he necessarily stood out. I wouldn't say he necessarily stood out, but uh, far from the worst performer either. It will be interesting to see if he gets considered at right back in the back four at all later in the season. Mm, right back, yeah. I mean, even holding midfield as well. Yeah, because I think the jury's still out with uh, Cabore. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Richard said he was swapped to the left to stop Diaby, who was running right. Diaby then disappeared from the game, which we've missed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren says with Burke, Anderson, Bell, Potts out, we desperately need him back and fit. He can score the odd goal as well. Mm. And Simon says, I think he did well. Clearly not 100%, but he was a relief to have him back. So yeah. we're all on the same opinion. It's yeah. great to see a, a player come back from injury and... And put in a decent performance. I yeah. think, I, I mean, there were some facts that J- uh, Jacob, producer Jacob, written down for us. He had 10 out of 12 accurate passes. That's 83%. Uh, a couple of tackles, a block. And he played 57 minutes. So I think mm. Osho would be delighted himself with his own Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, then 57 minutes that he played are physical 57 minutes as well. So it's got to be good for him. Oh, yeah, good minutes in the back. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thankful he didn't pull up or anything. Like, just, you know, coming back into such an intensive game like that. So, yeah. Hey, we, we've, we've made TV quite a lot over the Christmas period, haven't we? Yeah. And, Rather uh, that than Dad's Army. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's why people think we are, to be honest. Um, so if you haven't watched it, I'm sure you have, you know this already, but Arsenal, Man City, uh, Sheffield United, Chelsea and Burnley have all been moved for television appearances. Uh, but our next television appearance is Super Sunday. I don't think we've ever been on that before either, have we? So that's that's Ooh. amazing. So um, Liverpool, can we get something from that game? Yes, we we, we yeah. can. We can. Um, I, I want to. I've I've now got that out of my system about my disappointment at how we set up at home. I'm sure it'd be much different, much more like the Luton that we we love and everyone else hates, which makes us love them <laughs> even more. 
more intensity, more press, more not not more desire. That's 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 not the case, but just a slightly different tactical approach. And yeah, why not? We've had some great yeah, games of him down the years at various levels and that. True. So let, let, let's tuck into him, see what you know, see what happens. We're, we're going to win at Man United anyway because I keep saying it. <laughs> oh, I hope you're right. I so hope you're right. City's I mean, be Arsenal. You know, every time you look at the next five fixtures in this division, um, you just go. Oh, goodness. Uh, Liverpool, Manchester United, Crystal Palace, Brentford, then Arsenal. Um, I, I just, you know, it's, it's fantastic. I, I say this every week, don't I? It's fantastic that we're here, but then I look at the fixtures and I go, oh, God, it's Liverpool. Yeah, no, but this is, this is what we wanted. This is, you know, yeah. what, what we've fought hard for. This is what the players want. So now let's go out, hopefully with some freedom, see what we can do. If we get a couple of spankings, so, so be it. But let's do it. The Luton way. Exactly that. And let's do it how Wayne Rooney suggests that we can't play football as well. So well, do you know what? I have no respect for Wayne Rooney for saying that <laughs> sort of thing. But, you know, you can't deny that Wayne Rooney was a good player. But I have to say, dear Wayne, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but <laughs> if you were listening, you I can tell you, you're not a very good manager right now. And you won't last long at Birmingham playing the way that you do. But, you know, you've got to give him some... Some kudos because he was a he was a fantastic yeah, player. yeah he, one of my he, favorite players growing up as well. So he yeah. was, and whilst it isn't his place to have made the comment, he, well, he wasn't a hundred percent inaccurate. To be fair, I no, but it, it's, it, I just, you yeah. know this is the thing, and I, I don't really want to finish on a negative, but you're going to make me do that now. <laughs> so that's my fault, wasn't it? It's <laughs> it's all the derogatory t- information that is said about our club. All of the time, it's like they're rubbish. You've got a rubbish ground. You're useless. You're, you're rubbish. It, it was, it was a crap league last season. I'm unsure if he actually meant like how he said it. I don't. I don't no, think what he, he meant, said like, was not every blood. not every team gets to the Premier League playing like Luton Town. In fact, well, what, yeah, what he's saying is, he don't like the long ball game. And I've said so many times, if 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 we put a ball forward to our striker, it's a long ball. If Manchester City do it, it's a great it's pass. A, a great pass. So Sean Dyche quote, a quote from Sean Dyche as well, wasn't it? Remember, yeah. always used to say it. Yeah. They always said the same thing. So and it disappoints thing. me. So let's finish on a bit of a, a high then. So uh, Liverpool, let, I'm just going to put, I never asked you to do this before we started. What's the score's going to be? <laughs> you go first there, you go. It's not like a twat. 1-0. One nil. One Cle- nil. Clean sheet. Oh, that'd be nice. Ooh. I generally think we'll get a draw. Right. I don't genuinely think that. I just think we're going to get a draw, but... So you either genuinely or... think it or you don't think it, which is... No, nah, it's not a genuine thought. It's just that I'm, I think we're going to lose personally, but I'm going for a one-all draw. Right, I'm going for an amazing 3-1. Okay. I've just Move gone for that. I'm not telling you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm that's going That's no good then, is it? Listen, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. For those guys that come up at Villa Park and said hello, we really greatly appreciate it. Please, if you see us out, come and say hello. It's it just And buy us a beer. <laughs> well, not in, not in Aston Villa. You couldn't. No, no. What ha, what? what a nonsense that was. Yeah. Very quickly. Oh, you can get a beer in Villa. No, not from no. in the upper tier. No, would have been good for me. And every pub around the stadium is home only. Mm. Uh, Shocking. Apart from one, three pound fifty to get in. Uh, or go to Tesco's and buy a few cans. Hang on, uh, but what three pound fifty to get in where? In the pub. You're joking. No. <laughs> so he's Taro's now delighted that he missed the game. So oh, there you go. Mate. Oh, this, that's, yeah, that's, that's awful. Wow. Let's, let's yeah. finish there. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for coming over and saying hello. Uh, please leave some comments below if you, if, you, if you enjoyed the podcast. And we'll see you all again next week. Thank you. Cheers. Take care.